And here he is from uh, sunny Los Angeles. Yeah. Bill Belichick joins us. Hey, Bill. Well, how's it going? Sounds like you got a lot of sponsors there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're kind of a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've just been waiting around. Uh, so that was a nice one yesterday. And can you explain, because you talked a little bit after the game about the progression that you guys have made. And you had a lot of players that contributed to that thing in all three phases of the uh, game. What's happened differently in the last three or four weeks that has gotten you to the point right now where these guys are extremely productive and we're not seeing an awful lot of mistakes? Yeah, well, let's go out there and work every day and try to get better. Um, I think that's how you do get better. Our players have worked hard all and off the field. You know, we're we're doing you know little things better. It's not perfect, but we're doing little things better. And not every play is you know an eighty yard touchdown, but you know if you're doing more things right, then you know just have better opportunities. Hey, coach! A couple weeks back, you were talking about um, you know punt returns, kick returns, and trying to and getting more out of it. And there's more there, and whether it's decision making or just blocking, whatever it might be. But what have you seen the last couple weeks where Gunner is starting to get a little more production? What are you seeing from him? Well, we've been able to get him started on the returns. Um, so you know that that comes from you know good ball handling. Um, getting getting the guys all up the line of scrimmage so we can start the return and then finishing our blocks and you know trying to create some running space and you know the returner is going to have to most of the time on a, on a return is going to have to you know make something on his own I mean he can't start up hard to block everybody so and he's done that too so you know been a good good combination of. The blockers, the returner, you know, Cam still has done a good job on the schemes, and you know, I think they've created some problems for for our opponent, hopefully. So, coach, just this is um a little maybe a broader question for you, um because uh you know you know we're ta- obviously talking a lot about special teams. You had such a team had such a good day, but in uh, Michael Lombardi's book, um you know he he, he talks about you know his time with you in Cleveland. And, and how special teams was such a priority, and how it helps uh, establish a culture of toughness, like playing on special teams, starters being on special teams, everybody contributing establishes a, a culture of toughness. Why is that? Wait a minute, who would you say was talking about this, Christian? Yeah, Lombardi. In Michael's Lombardi's book, uh, Gridiron Genius, he references you know his time with you in Cleveland. He talks about you know how you put a, a you know a lot of priority on special teams. And how it created this, uh, you know, how it establishes a culture of toughness, and how it's important for everyone to be all in when it comes to special teams, and that's part of the recipe for winning Super Bowls. Do you think it's true? I guess if you don't remember, do you think it's true? Do you think starters and putting a priority on special teams? Do you think it establishes a, a culture of toughness? Yeah, without a doubt, I think it's you know it's critical. Um, you know, I grew up. And came into the league with, you know, special teams being a third of the game. Um, so, you have offense, defense, special teams. So, you know, it's always been important. Um, like I said, I've coached it. I've, you know, had the opportunity to, to be involved with, with the kicking game, you know, on a very, um, you know, detailed level. Uh, that certainly comes into play in a lot of situational football. And, 
we, we work hard on it. Um, you know, when I hired Scott O'Brien in Cleveland, you know, I think he's probably the best special teams coach that has ever coached in this league. And he's certainly taught a lot of people under him. Um, you know, what he, what he knew and his philosophy and so forth. And so we've been able to, you know, have a lot of that here with, with Scott to Joe to, you know, now Cam. Uh, so yeah, it's important. And you, know, you certainly could see yesterday a couple of plays in the kicking game can, can make a big difference. It's all last week, too. Hey, hey, Bill, can I ask you, I don't know if you're on a speakerphone or whatever, but the audio that's coming from um, whatever you're on there, it's cutting out from time to time. Is it possible just to pick up the receiver? Yeah, we can try that. that yeah, there we yeah, go. There you go. There go. All right, answer all that. those questions over again. <laughs> <laughs> we good. We got most of them. We got most of them. Hey, listen, you got off to a really good start in that game yesterday offensively, and that is something that is not uh, – you haven't done uh, an awful lot during the course of the year. You seem to throw a different look uh, at the Chargers early on in that game. So how much of is this an emphasis right now to kind of show some other stuff maybe – to confuse them a little bit. Uh, well, every week we try to, believe it or not, Glenn. Every week we try to get off to a good start. So that's we we always try to do that. So I don't think that that'll ever be any different. You know, we want to you know, want to score early, want to play from ahead, uh, want to play well. So you know, whatever that is, it is. It changes from week to week, and you know, it just depends on what the game plan is that week and who we're playing and what they do and so forth. So, you know, whatever we feel like is the best thing to do, that's, that's what we're going to do. It's not necessarily based on doing something new or not doing something new or running or passing or trick plays or whatever. It's just a function of the matchup that individual week. Hey coach, last few weeks, you really get a lot of production from uh, some of the younger players on this team. And, you know, people like myself are impatient. You know, when I look at young kids, I want to see them, you know, perform on the field right away. Is that just the natural progression, or is you just see it because of the lack of the off season? You're starting to see it now. It's kind of as expected now, eleven weeks in. Yeah, it's you know, it's pretty much an individual case by case thing, Lou. And, you know, players progress at different rates; they come in at different levels. Um, the demands are different by position or by scheme or, um, you know, by the situation at that position that they play, um, you know, relative to what, what the other players can do at that position. So it really is very much individualized. You know, Coach, uh, everybody looks at uh, Thanksgiving as some, like, sort of milestone, like, you know, you know, uh, marker, I guess, uh, as, uh, okay, now this is when everybody gets good. Like, if you're if you're going to peak, this is when you should start doing it. I mean, it, you know, is it just as simple as, you know, you as a coaching staff have a ton of film to watch as far as so it gives you a better opportunity to prepare for teams as opposed to the first four weeks of the season? Or is it is it just the fact that, you know, you know, uh, you know, everyone just has more practice time? Is it just basic just timing? 
No, again, um, Christian, we, we try to prepare for every game and try to prepare well for every game. So I think if you look at our record in the early part of the season, um, you know, it's probably not too bad for the other organizations that would take it. Um, but, you know, we try to play well every week, you know, after Labor Day, before Halloween, after Halloween, before Christmas. Harbor Day? Like we, we always try to play good, so I don't, you know, I don't really, you know, I don't really put a lot of significance into, you know, a certain holiday relating to our football team. But, I mean, look, we have four games left, so obviously those are, these are four important games. Not that the other ones weren't, but, you know, you don't have very many games left. And, you know, they all just carry more importance. <laughs> but you've dealt with stuff this year uh, that you've never dealt with before. Uh, challenges of uh, personnel changes, guys opting out, the COVID stuff, uh, reduced camp, reduced practice time, all of that stuff. And yet I get the feeling that you seem to really be enjoying what's going on with this group. Am I misreading that? Well, I mean, I enjoy coaching, so I feel fortunate to have the opportunity. You know, there was a point this year where you know, it's like a lot of us weren't sure how the year was going to go, whether we would be playing or have an opportunity to play. So, you know, something that we've kind of, you know, taken for granted for at least me for the last 45 years in the NFL, uh, other than a couple of strike years. But, you know, <laughs> this year it was a little bit, was a little bit different. Um, but, yeah, I enjoy the opportunity to coach and the opportunity to interact with our staff and our players. Um, you know, they've they worked very hard this year under, you know, the circumstances that they and the rest of the league are under. And, you know, I have a lot of respect for, you know, how hard they've worked and the sacrifices they've made. And, you know, I want to make the same ones on my end to try to, you know, help the team best way I can. As you know, I've got, uh, like you, adult children. And during this COVID period, you really don't get the opportunity to see them an awful lot. Thanksgiving, everything else, it's really become uh, very tedious. You get the opportunity every day to go to work with your two, two adult sons, and they are obviously making major contributions to what you're doing in a, in a bigger picture. How much in, enjoyment do you get out of that and watching them grow and get to be with them every single day. That's unique, Bill. Yeah. Well, and, uh, you know, I've talked to a lot of other, you know, coaches that have experienced, uh, you know, or are experiencing a similar thing. And yeah, it's great. It's a great, great opportunity. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's good to, you know, it's good to see them every day. It's good to work with them every day, but I mean, the rest of our staff is, I mean, they do a great job too. So, you know, I feel like I'm very fortunate to, you know, have the coaching staff that we have here. And, you know, I learn a lot from, you know, from those guys. They they help me in a lot of different ways. And, you know, sometimes they see things from a perspective that, you know, I don't really see. I try to, you know, listen and take input from everybody and, you know, get their, get their views and then make the best decisions I can for the team. But, you know, I mean, one of the good things about, you know, Stephen and Brian is that they – you know, aren't afraid to, you know, tell me when they think I've screwed something up, which is, you know, fairly regularly. So, um, you know, a good perspective there on, you know, 
keep me in check and and that's like I said that's that, that's helpful too but they work hard you know they know our system uh, I know they haven't been on the staff uh, you know but they have been on the staff you know they've they've been in team meetings and they've heard you know stuff since you know for 21 years so um maybe weren't in game plan meetings all that time but they you know were part of the you know, development of everything and how it started and why certain things are the way they are. Maybe why it's time to change things because things are different or maybe why it's time to go back to that a little bit more than than we are. Maybe we've gotten away from it for one reason or another. Maybe it's time to go back to it. So that's good, you know, good perspective. It's good to have, you know, guys like, like them, but, you know, like Josh and Ivan, you know, Bears, Nick, guys like that, Ernie, you know, that have, that have been here all the way through that, you know, can, can, you know, have a perspective on, you know, all, all 21 years here and not just, you know, the last two or three, you know, and certainly Gerard can, and Troy, you know, they can, they can go back pretty far too, uh, from a little different perspective, but, you know, they can, uh, especially Troy, I mean, he can take about it back as far as anybody. You know, I was here with him in 96. So, hmm. you know, that's, it's pretty, you know, these days it's hard to, you know, have people like that that have been with you for a long time that, you know, know you, know what you're doing, and, you know, have that have that perspective on it. Coach, Sunday was your uh, 455th game as a head coach. You passed the great Tom Landry. And uh, for third on the list, I guess Don Shula, George, George Hallison are the only two left here to go past. But back in, uh, what was it, 1991, did you ever envision you'd be at 455, that first game with the Cleveland Browns? No, no, of course not. Um, but in all honesty, at that point, I was, you know, looking at game one, game two, game three. I mean, uh, you don't think about 400 games when you're, you know, first, second, third year coach. You're just trying to, just trying to improve your team, just trying to win, you know, just trying to be competitive. So, um, you know, I guess it means I've been doing this a long time, but. You know, I enjoy it. I appreciate the opportunity, and I appreciate the people that that have, you know, done a lot um, and enabled me to do that. The, you know, the great players that that I've had the fortune to coach and good fortune to coach, and the assistant coaches, and you know, all the other people in the organization, the support people, the personnel people, you know, and all the other people that have contributed as well. So, I think it's really more of a you know commentary on the the teams than. You know, the one particular individual. All right, Bill, so it's time for the question of the week. You know, with all those wins, Bill, you know, the other kind of inter- interesting little nugget is all the different stadiums that you've won in. Um, man, and I know, like, there's some there were some bad stadiums. And the one that I, that I remember, I guess, uh, being the worst for me was the old Memorial Stadium uh, where the Baltimore Colts used to play. Uh, where and that's where the Baltimore Ravens played before they ended up moving to uh, their new stadium. Do you wh- which one do you uh, think was uh, I guess the toughest to play at? <clears throat> toughest meaning? Yeah, with the most challenging, just everything about it. Wind, turf, you know that stadium that I mentioned. I just remember it. Just the locker room was being so old and dark, and the f- tons of dirt and the stadium. Stadium, you know, it was just a odd place to play. Right. Well, you know, of course, the old baseball stadiums were, you know, built for baseball. And, 
the locker rooms were, you know, baseball locker rooms. Same thing in Cleveland at, at Municipal Stadium. Um, you know, I'd say many of the other, you know, baseball stadiums uh, at that time, going back to, you know, whether it was the Astrodome or the <clears throat> Kingdome out in Seattle or, um, you know, San Diego and so forth. I mean, there was, there was a lot of RFK, uh, you know, and so those baseball stadiums, were uh, the vet, you know, they were, they were built for baseball and a lot of the locker rooms were, you know, just 40 some guys packed in there were 20 some fit, you know? And so at Cleveland, we, we were the home team and, and we dressed upstairs and basically a storage room that was above the, the locker room, you know, down below. I know the visitor's locker room was just, you know, boards with nails, um, and it was kind of like that in Baltimore too. So, but as far as the you know the environment in the stadium and everything, you know, I mean, they're all you know they're all they're all tough to play in on the road. You know, no, nobody likes you. They're all pretty hostile. Um, if you're any good, you know, now if you're no good and they're happy to see you come in there, then that's you know <laughs> that's not really a good thing. But um, you know, that was their. You know, or I'd say one of the one of the harder places to play, just because it was so different, and and it was a you know it was a good home field environment, but it was so different was Dallas, you know, because that stadium had the and at the Giants, you know, we played them twice a year, so you know the way it was designed and had the lights and the shadows and everything coming in there, it was you know not not a normal you know not a normal situation, and um, you know whether it was you know, seeing the ball, seeing the opponents quickly, things like that. Um, just overall comfort level there was, you know, that stadium was a, you know, a, a kind of a, an odd one to play in. So I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, but. no. It, 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 it's mean, pretty, yeah. pretty amazing, though, when you think about it. You became the first coach yesterday after winning in that new stadium in Los Angeles to now win in 50 different stadiums. I take it the new stadium in L.A. was a little bit better than some of those others that you were describing? A little better? Well, yeah, for several billion dollars. It, it, yeah, I mean, it's a big, big stadium. It's as big like, you know, Atlanta or Dallas. Um, you know, it's got a lot of height. It's, you know, it's wide. It's, um, you know, it's massive, really. It's, it's massive. You know, you know it's not like some other stadiums where you feel like, you know, they're right on top of you. Um, you know, this, this was, you know, obviously there's no fans there, but you know, the stadium's much further back and, you know, got a lot of height to it, but I'm sure, you know, it gets pretty, it gets pretty lit up there. Um, but yeah, the, the roof and all, it was, you know, it was obviously a little bit different and, you know, I'm glad we had the experience to, to be there yesterday. And, you know, we go back on Thursday, we'll be a little more, familiarity and comfort level with you know the 40 second clock and the scoreboard and you know the replays and all that and you know it's a little be a little bit less of a distraction all right we don't have much time but i want to ask you about the rams quickly before we uh let you go and then i guess we go with uh aaron donald because he may be the best defensive player in the league what do you have to do to contain him yeah, well, he's, you know, kind of like Boza. I mean, he can ruin a game. So, um, you know, the guys that are lined up across for him are going to 
you know, have a big challenge. They, he moves around and kind of like Boza does. I mean, Boza's an end, he's a tackle, but, you know, they move around. They're not in the same place all the time. And, you know, Donald has a variety of, you know, moves. I mean, he's, he's very quick and athletic, and but he's got good leverage and power. And so you just can't, you know, sit there and wait for him to move or, you know, he'll run through you. And, you know, if you're over aggressive and that type of thing, he's quick to, you know, to get around you there. He's very instinctive. You know, he's a hard guy to, you know, to fool. I uh, like to try to, you know, trap him and do things like that and use his aggressiveness against him. Um, you know, I mean, there's some some success, but it doesn't last too long. And he, he's he's seen just about everything, you know, different ways to attack him. And he he reacts to it quickly and, and knows how to deal with it. So uh, he's got a great motor and, you know, he's just, you know, good against the run, good against the pass. And, and you know, whether it's batted balls or strip sacks or tackles for loss or, you know, pressures uh, that force turnovers or problems. I mean, he's, you know, he's got all that. So it'd be a big, it'd be a big challenge for us. All right, Bill. Uh, congratulations on the win yesterday. Good luck Thursday night out there in LA. We'll talk to you next week. Have a good one. Thanks, Bill. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Glenn. Christian, Lou, thank you. All See right, you. Coach.